recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. Dead by 28 is here. Hey, Luke Ski. Hey, Devo. Dead by 28 in me. the house. And also Luke. Luke is here. <laughs> you have to make noise or it doesn't go to you. <laughs> That's better. Hey, Luke. All right. Welcome to episode 655 of the Funny Music Podcast for, I can't see the date, Whether I can't be able to move the thing, for January 5th, 2023, three, um, the title of this week's episode is Attractive Tree Scale, and we'll put that in the chat so yeah. you can try to work that into our conversations later in the show. So, uh, New Year, Happy New Year. It's Happy New Year! New Year is such a non-holiday for me. I just I just don't care. At I, all. We went. I went. I went. I don't. We went to bed at the same time we always go to bed. We have a five-year-old, so we were. We just put the like you know on YouTube the the ball dropping from last year. Oh yeah, and bed at whatever time eight. Nine. <laughs> I think they have one of those on Netflix too, so you can just queue it up whenever. <laughs> yep. All right, let's let's do the catch up thingy. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey. What? Oh, he's right. So Luke, what you been up to? Well, I wrote a song, that's for damn sure. Ugh. <laughs> You did. Um, but, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, my the antibiotics I was taking uh, did their job and, and, you know, kicked the crap out of the sinus infection and got it out of my head. And then I came back to, uh, to California and got to work. And basically, the way California operates is that you'll have about 1,300 days in a row where there's no rain. And then about like you know 10 days where it's all the rain so that's basically what it's been since i got back and uh it's just been annoying because it's not even like it's consistently always raining like pretty much every day i went to work this week i would step out of the apartment and it would be like you know sunny or just you know in general just you know not bad i you know get in my car and i drive to work and by the time i get to work and start delivering Suddenly, it's all overcast and drizzling and raining, and I'm, like, standing there without an umbrella getting soaked, and it's just stupid. So, um, so that was a thing. Um, and then, uh, um, my roommate Santana, who is not here at the moment, um, has, uh, decided that she would like a pet of her own, and, uh, apparently, the pet that has been decided upon is Snick. <laughs> so okay. soon the apartment will have a snack. Um and when how is Cubert going that, to deal with this? Well, here's the thing. Think about that video game Cubert. What's the primary uh, antagonist of the game Cubert? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I uh, didn't even make that connection. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a snake named Coily that is curled up into a spring and jumps around after him. So uh she has at least uh 
initially said that she is willing to name the snake Coily. Um, <laughs> that's great. So we we saw a snake at oh um, and that's another thing when when Carrie and Alex and last time they were out visiting. We were driving all over the valley trying to find places that we heard where there were like wild animals you could go see just you know chilling like so we went to the uh library because we heard there were lizards out there and we saw a couple but nothing that great and then we were trying to find neighborhoods that had peacocks wandering around and parrots and stuff like that we basically had trouble finding nature so santana like we go to this pet shop called uh scales and tails uh just like probably a mile away from my apartment and there's like a crazy assortment of all kinds of lizards and amphibians and creatures inside this pet store. It's like, we could have just gone here. It was, <laughs> it was kind of mind blowing. So, uh, so I added that to a mental list of places to uh, go to when next time they come and visit. But we went there, went to, we went to another parrot store and then today we actually drove out to a different uh, lizard store where she bought a, uh, a used um, terrarium at a good price uh and saturday is uh some kind of nifty like lizard show apparently there's a lizard convention or something <laughs> uh on saturday so she wants to go check out that convention but uh one way or another by like monday she'll figure out which specific snake she wants to get and uh and and get it and bring it home so there will be a snake in the apartment which um you know uh usually about once a year if things are you know normal Stephanie comes visit me. So I, I told Stephanie about this and Stephanie is not happy. <laughs> she can't deal with being in the same living quarters as a snake that will be in a terrarium, apparently. So uh, she's just going to have to deal if she wants to come visit, apparently. <laughs> uh, so that's a thing. Um, oh, and then today, uh, after we picked up the discount terrarium, I got in my car and I turned the key and it wouldn't start even though it was just running a few minutes earlier. And it's basically the same that happened to me a few months ago when I was out delivering stuff like 90 minutes away from here. And suddenly, like the battery didn't have any power and the thing wouldn't turn over and blah, blah, blah. So I had to, I had to have it jumped. And then I got back to the apartment to drop off the terrarium. And then when I went out to get in my car again to drive it to the dealership, it again wouldn't start. So I had to call, uh, um, uh, 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 roadside assistance and have somebody come out and jump it so I could get it over to the dealership. So they're going to look at it and uh, I'll find out, I guess, tomorrow morning what's wrong with it and how long it'll take to fix and how much that'll cost. And I don't know where that money is going to come from, but I'll figure that out tomorrow, I guess. So I'm gonna, so it turns out I'm going to have to miss my work shift tomorrow, but that's fine because I have other, uh, I have to finish up a couple of animatics and also I have that gig uh, tomorrow night and even if my car isn't ready, uh, Kyle and Lindsay can give me a ride out to the gig. So, uh, so yeah, it's just a lot of, bleh. and, um, you know, um, uh, just trying to deal with reality. So uh, I, and I spent new year's Eve literally like at my apartment with Qbert. just, I looked for a stream of some kind of live, uh, new year's countdown in, in, uh, <laughs> in in the LA area and I found one that said it was happening at Disneyland and I went to it thinking it was like an official Disney stream of some kind and it was just like some dude at some event happening <laughs> I'm assuming at the Anaheim Convention Center and they had the people in the proper 
Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy costumes there. So it was an actual Disney event, but it wasn't an official Disney stream. It was just some random dude <laughs> streaming this DJ doing whatever. So nice. that was my eventful New Year's, watching a Disney stream with my cat because I'm social. <laughs> so... <laughs> Were you with the Mario Karts? I was not with the Mario Karts. Um, I was actually working on Fump stuff that had to get done, and um, I actually did not get to play Mario Kart. I did get to play Mario Kart on, on Christmas Eve, so I'm, I'm going to count that. But um, I did not play Mario Kart on New Year's Eve this year, and I, I feel bad about it, uh, especially since those new tracks are out, and they're awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. But um, I did get to go to Great Adventure on Friday. Uh, that was Good. fun. Um, front row and Superman, totally worth it. That was great. <laughs> um, and I got to ride this is other that the one where like it's it puts you in a seat and then like, it leans you forward so you like your so you're sort of like in your flying position. Yeah, yeah. Like, woo, okay, cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun. Um, and I also got to go on this other ride that I'd never been on before. It's it's called Cyborg Spin because everything is you know dc based now but it's it's one of these things where have you ever seen those like i don't know if it's a gyroscope or what but it's like it's got things that flip in three mm -hmm. different axes so this thing flips mm -hmm. this way then the thing holding that flips this way and then the thing holding that flips this way and it, the thing in the middle ends up going like this because it's flipping in all three directions well that's where you sit on one of those so um <laughs> so you're just flipping upside down and just really weird positions that was fun way too short of a ride but it was fun um last week was my first week back at work that sucked i hated it um like tuesday morning i, I logged in and the first thing i did was i texted a couple of co-work and i was like are we really doing this <laughs> they're like yeah he took the words out of our mouth this was like the longest week and there's still one more day um, and not much else has been going on. I'm trying to get moving on some FUMP projects and stuff for the new year. And it's like, I've been working on FUMP 96. That's in good shape. So I'm hoping to get that done this weekend. But, uh, other than that, not much is going on. Um, I took Connor to the DMV today, passed his written test. He has a permit now. Now I got to get him behind the wheel and actually teach him how to drive. And then he can get a license too. So that'd be fun. It's like the other day, Shoebox posted a thing about uh, Steve, um, like turning 18 and starting college. And I, I meant to respond to this, but I didn't because I was just whatever busy. I just wanted to respond and say, um, I believe you're mistaken. Steve is a small child who I used to like help pick up and like bounce around on couches and have a fun <laughs> time. And Steve is clearly not an, uh, an 18 year old going to college. You need to rewrite this entire post and and correct your inaccuracies because that is not what Steve is. I I have I have just no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Connor is also an eighteen year old in college, so. <laughs> and I think the last time you saw him, he was about yay big. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, dead by twenty eight. What have you guys been up to? Well, I've been doing a, a mad crash session of getting that video together, but we'll talk about that later. Other than that, just trying to get through the holidays. How'd that go? It went all right. Everybody in my family was recovering from sickness, so we were just happy that we could uh, we had cleared 
the okay to get together with people like two days before Christmas Eve. So the two weeks beforehand were terrible, but the holidays weren't so bad. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, that new strain of COVID that's going around is just ripping through everybody. Just when you think it's gone, it's back with a vengeance. <laughs> it's took, never going away. No. I took two COVID tests just to be sure. Like one before I left California and one when I got to Wisconsin. And like, nope, didn't have COVID. I just, I, I not that I'm going to go out of my way to do stupid things, you know, that would have me catch COVID. But I just kind of feel like I'm impervious to COVID because everybody <laughs> else has caught it except me. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking that too, and then I spent an hour shouting into somebody else's face at a nightclub, and then turned out she was she had COVID, and that's how I got it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys posted a song, we did, and so give us a quick intro, and we'll play the video for it. You know, it's about well, you know. It's a parody of Jump. It's about the Fump. It's got everybody on it from the Fump. It's got everybody in this video is in it. It's got Bad Bath. It's got yeah. the COG. It's got the great Luke Ski and, of course, the wonderful Devo Spice. So hopefully uh, this Fump anthem is something that other people enjoy because it was definitely fun for us to make. All right, here is Filthy Underground Music Parody by Dead by 28. Fump!
Tried fitting nuclear bubble wrap in. I just couldn't say it fast enough. So I always wondered what the rest of your band looked like. <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. We were the biggest disappointment in the video for me is that we weren't able to get our drummer Bluebeard into it. We left a spot open in the video. Had he turned in even a picture, we could have gotten him into the video, but. He's a sessions drummer and he was pretty busy, so we couldn't get any video footage to add. Yeah, that sucks. Oh well. You don't have any photos of him from Maybe like back not. in the day or anything? We couldn't find him. The last time he played a show with us was in two thousand and eight. So he's played shows with us live in the past, but you know, now he's a sessions guy and we don't have any recent sessions. photos of him. Oh, he's okay. a mystery man. He's a, he's mystery. a mystery drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what made you guys decide to do this song? What did this make us decide? Well, you know, we, you know, got into the Dr. Demento group and then we got into like that whole thump thing and we were already like kind of working on this song because we like, you know, we like the song, but we're like, let's make it a parody instead. And like it would be perfect because like jump rhymes with thump. It just it just seemed like to make sense, and it just seemed like a fun idea to do like a big collab with like as many people, especially Devo Spice, because like I like I don't want to like be all like on your shit, but like I'm a pretty big Devo Spice fan, and well, so it just seemed that. like fun. Thank you. Yeah, this song was kind of on the nose when we were going back and forth with you about what we wanted to do as a collaboration if we could get you involved. We didn't think that this one, you know, would pique your interest, even though uh, it's, you know, thump and jump just seems like a no brainer. We thought it was too obvious or somebody else might have done it, but it was apparently a great way to get Devo Spice on a track. And once we got you on the track, it was like everything else just fell into place with your help. I, I don't I mean to burst your bubble or anything, but it's not hard to get me on a track. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> But it's funny. I know for a fact that Metallica tried to get you on a track and you would not do it. Well, yeah, I do have standards. Um, so, <laughs> um, but it, like, it harkens back to when the Fump first started. Yeah, I was just going to bring um, that up. Yeah, go, go ahead. You say yeah, it. Yeah, it was uh, January 2nd of 2007. So we just had our 16th anniversary. And um, yeah, we were because we were kicking around a bunch of you know ideas similar to this, like songs that where it was easy to rhyme, you know, thump with something and, yeah. you know, what we could potentially do to come up with, you know, to promote the thump. And I'm sure this, you know, this, the notion of this song came up at some point, but none of us, 
Yeah, I, I don't remember specifically if it did, but I'm sure it probably did. Because um, I know, I think Fump Around for Jump Around was one of them. I know Won't yeah. You Take Me to Fumpy Town was on there. Listen to the Fump. Yeah, we we did. Um, we and came we up with like 15 or 20. Uh, well, yeah, we, we want, want the Fump. We actually recorded that one. That's a good one. I like uh, that. So, yeah, so we came up with like 15 or 20 different like parodies idea, like this and... And like we didn't do anything with any of them, just we were just tossing around ideas. But, but yeah, it was yeah, it was fun to brainstorm. <laughs> yeah, it's like not that it was a good, not that it was an actual like pun or anything, but you know, for the five hundredth track, we did. Uh, I, I wrote the parody uh, "We Are the Fump" to the tune of "We Are the World," and we got virtually every like that who was one of the Fump artists. You know, made an appearance during that epic song. Um, it was an epic one, song. I'm I'm very proud of how that came out. And then for the 1,000th song, <laughs> we ended up doing a parody of 500 Miles just because, you know, the whole that whole chorus leads up to, you know, I would walk 1,000 miles. It's like, well, we posted, you know, 1,000 fumps. So that's what that song became. So we didn't do anything for the 1,500th song, but, you know, this this would be a worthy, would have been a worthy uh, 1,500, I'd say. I would, I'm curious what number Let's this is. Numbers and just pretend like it was the 1,500. Well, I can tell you, if you give me a minute, I'll tell you what number this is. That's WrestleMania. <laughs> I figure if we hit 2,000, maybe I'll do uh, the Fumpty Dance or something. Okay. <laughs> Definitely should. <laughs> so 12, 31, 2022. 20, okay. So let's see. Stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the syncopated style that you're used to. We rap funny. This was we song. no money, G. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this was song 1,795, so 1,795. Damn, dude. <laughs> so an early 1800 an early 1800 yeah <laughs> and so, i empathize with trying to work you know uh syncopatively difficult things to say like nuclear bubble wrap into song <laughs> lyrics <laughs> be fair we didn't fit that in <laughs> We had to get real clever to get that reference in. Yeah, well, yeah. I, 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 like, I thought that was funny that was the way we Evo. did it. Yeah, I the thought that was funny. was our big achievement of the song. Yeah, that was hard. We had to, like, cut that one in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I, I still, wanted to make sure we mentioned the Gotskull. It doesn't sound like the Gotskull. It was hard. I like. I really like the Gotskulls. Name's kind of hard to say. It is. <laughs> Especially fast. It's hard to say fast. Yeah, dude, the gothicals. Well, you know, I just have trouble like talking, especially with the. the I'm not good at the. Are you guys fans of uh, Insane Clown Posse? Uh, I I've become a, a fan over the years. Like I wasn't in high school because we're from Michigan, so mm-hmm. like, and I we grew up in like the '90s when ICP got their big start, and I was yeah. in high school, and I was a rock dude. So like, I just had like and i'm a hater so i hated them for years but we worked with their producer for like some time and we're big mikey clark fans so yeah so technically like that because he's a them. member of icp at their finest so and yeah, a, mikey clark fan and recently i've gone over their whole catalog and i've become like a, a very very big fan so they put out a couple albums like two albums at the same time uh both named bizarre but they were each oh, yeah bizarre 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 so on those albums, like there's some songs that they just like were improvising in a studio in the middle of the night. So the end of this song reminds me of like the end of one of those. It's like, you know, they're like leaving the studio and like they kept 
they, they keep remembering people they forgot to name check in their songs. So like, so so Violent J is like at the end, it's like also Vampiro and Mike D. Clark. Oh yeah, I know this. Yeah, I remember that song. I remember that song. Yeah, and, and definitely like uh, when we worked with Mike, it was right after he recorded that double album with them, oh, cool. and uh, he kind of split while they were doing another double album, uh, the Wraith and Hell's Pit, and Mike was working with us at the time. They were doing that with a different producer. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yes. Also, want to say wonders for us. As I, you tell. Oh, sorry. No, that's cool. Go ahead, Luke. I don't. It's not my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, in the music video, Devo, I really like the, the 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 cool editing of. I wrote a I wrote a song about my schlong and it won a robot cat like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> unzipping, reaching in, and then pulling. It's like that was such a great. <laughs> Like perfectly done, shot and edited bit. I'm like, that yeah, was all yeah. Devo. He told yeah. me exactly how to cut that together. I messed it up a couple times, and we went back and <laughs> forth. And on the day of releasing the video, I think I finally got the edit the way that we were yeah. happy with. Yeah, the final the final edit came out like, great. I was really, I was like, I like all his all Devo's B roll. I was like, I've been wanting to do a lot more B roll. I'm just like not very good at it, like coming up with it. I actually, uh, like, for this, for the people home, I know you guys know this, I actually came up with a shot list for what I wanted to do for the video, even though it was fairly simple. I did, like, the full, you know, the full song as full body and then medium shot and then close-up shot. And then I had a couple other incidental shots that I needed. Like, I needed me reaching down my pants. I needed me pulling out the robot cat statue, which I still have right It's right there. Um, <laughs> I never put it back on my shelf. Um and like, the, and then the shots of me sitting at this computer, where you can see this mo- this monitor over here from over here, where I have like my accounting software up and all the bands listed. You can't see it in the video what it is, but that's what it is. It's my accounting software with all the accounts of the of the artists listed. That's what I figured it was, something like yeah. that. Um, and I was you tell you did your practice in. <laughs> yeah, it took me a few shots to get it. Yeah, you only got the good good ones. Um, but I, I was really happy that we were able to get so many cameos from the people we mentioned in the song. Yeah, I mean, we, that was yeah. That's we got almost everybody we mentioned. Oh, the, um, uh, Bonnie Gordon and Jeff Whitmire said they were going to get us uh, video, and then never didn't get it to us in time. They still haven't. I don't know if they ever plan to. But um, <laughs> Bonnie is like the busiest person on the face of the planet, um, and Jeff is busy doing other things i guess um and then we didn't hear back from a couple of other people but like i was i was like we're never going to get something from robert lund and he was like the first person to send me video i was like oh okay cool awesome from everybody like that was way more cameos than i expected and now i feel like i personally know a lot of these people because of editing them putting their name underneath them i specifically know every person that we referenced in the song now and it was uh a fun project to kind of dive into the thump as a whole. Yeah, it was it, it was it was great watching it this whole project come together because I was I was really happy with like the early versions, early mixes of the song. And I was like, this is this is a good one. I like this one. <laughs> come on everybody, <laughs> jump down our thump hole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So <laughs> So what are you guys doing next? Well, the next thing we have planned is we want to be on the 666 podcast of the Fump, 
So we are <laughs> working on finishing the song that we're going to submit for that. Uh, it's called She's a Horror. And uh, we, Horror. Plan, <laughs> we plan on having it done in like the next month so we can get it submitted, but it should be ready. And with luck, maybe even we'll uh, get another video ready before the next time we appear on the hopefully 666 episode. If you tell me when that's going to be, I'll reserve the spot for you. <laughs> I believe it's 11 weeks from today. Okay. I'll have to look We're at the calendar. We're also on a, another parody. Yeah, we got another parody in the works, which will probably come out shortly after that one. We're working on both those songs at the same time. Cool. Awesome. He's telling you nothing about it. Devo already good. knows. Yeah, well, keep, keep, it, keep it on the download. It's <laughs> good. It's got to be a surprise. Parody works best that way. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, Luke, so anyway, I, I was listening to my... the MarsCon dementia things, and I forgot I had missed um, Steve Goody's set. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Suddenly, a Hello. wild Hello. Kyle Carosa appears. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I completely forgot that I missed Steve's set last year because of of the swim meet. And so when he did his parody, if I could ha uh, save time in a bottle completely broke me that was hysterical <laughs> so yeah i think that was a potential steve goody and chris mezzalesta crossover bit yeah <laughs> song or whatever yeah that was that was fantastic so okay so dead by 28 you guys have anything you'd like to plug uh just our facebook and Bandcamp and our youtube all keyword dead by 28 no spaces your spotify and our apple music and go to the fump and check out all the other fump artists that we've referenced in this song you yeah. won't be disappointed especially <laughs> tv's kyle and check out the fump on tiktok i recommend apple feast as does my daughter oh yes it's a good song and some blues campbell by the great luke ski Awesome. All right, so you guys are going to stick around for the rest of the show, or are you taking off? We'll no. stick around. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dizman's like, no, I'm getting out of here. You didn't, didn't put all that makeup on to not stick around. That's true. <laughs> I'm going downstairs. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, let's do some news. This is the phone. All you had to do was melt some cheese into a bowl and turn it into goo. It out, it goes round and round. They all watch in awe. It hangs all the way to the ground. It cannot be stopped. No one makes a sound, they're hypnotized. They now the show itself is a walking devil. I don't want no dead people. Won't want those dead That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, uh, Dr. Demento's Funny 25 Countdown was on this past week's show, and we need to give a big congratulations to Worm Quartet coming in number seven for the year with Brandon, 
and also because that was the Fump's sole contribution to the list this year. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. One. One. The Funny Music Project had one song on the Funny 25 because, you know, so many boomers in the Facebook group needed to click like on, you know, uh, fish heads and stuff just because they remember that it existed. You know. <laughs> they remember again every couple weeks. Yeah. Over and over and over. It really kind of was like listening to the 20th anniversary compilation. <laughs> mm -hmm. Listening to it's, that. It, it's like, it's a, it's a weird full circle thing because when I first started listening to Dr. D back in the mid nineties, you know, every year the Funny 25 would come out and there'd maybe be like seven songs that were actually from that year. So to me, that would be the most interesting part is seeing, oh, this is kind of, you know, the graduating class. These were the new songs that, you know, really, you know, got people's attention and then the fump started in 2007 and with us cranking out new music you know twice a week so every year dr d had you know all this new stuff to pick from we basically turned it into the funny 25 was typically a half to two-thirds tracks from the fump yeah. for you know a good you know 13 years or so there and then uh we started the Dr. Demento Show official Facebook page to help out the show, uh, you know, a handful of years ago. And then Facebook decided to change the way they handled the groups so that you didn't have to. Uh, they basically, you know, took down like the barrier to get into a group so anyone could just, you know, join up. And suddenly we had literally tens of thousands of more people in the group. And anytime any one of them would be like, does anyone remember a weird song about puppies that were dead? And then like, you know... <laughs> 5,000 people all click you know like. that's what they sounded like. Yes. 5,000 people click like on that. And then, you know, you know, some awesome song like Apple I mean, Feast gets posted, you know, it's like, hey, here's my new song at the Fump. And then, like, you know, a, a, a number of the fans post on it, but it's certainly not the 5,000 things that the Puppies That Are Dead post got. So now we've gone full circle to being back to it's seemingly only about seven or so tracks this year are tracks that actually came out in the year 2022 and of those only one of them was from the fump.com and you know brandon? That, in my opinion brandon was the best song that came out at the fump this year by worm quartet it's same yeah awesome, absolutely same i specifically would put on my google calendar the monday of the you know he typically records his shows on wednesdays wednesdays so the monday of of before that Wednesday of the show when the top ten would happen, I would go to the Facebook group and I would post top ten request Brandon by Worm Quartet, and I did that for multiple months throughout the year just to try to make sure that this awesome song got the attention it deserved. And basically, because I kept, I made that commitment to do that. That was how we got the one thump song on the Funny Twenty Five this year. Luke, so, you need to do that with every song every month. Come on. No. I mean, I'm sure Dr. D wouldn't get annoyed at all with me posting, you know. No, not at all. Posts every month. He's annoyed with anyone. It's me. Not diminish. Yeah, so, Devo, you, you've had songs that have been the number one song of the year and the number two song of the year on the Fine 25, yes. right? Yes. A handful of times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and me too. number one. Remember how hard? Three times, and, and then that, that one, two, four year was kind of yeah, amazing. Yeah. And I and I've and I've had that you know I've had I've been number one five times I've been number two at least one or you know a couple of times it's it's like it's so hard to come up with new comedy songs that 
people are going to like and and really become you know make a big impact and everything i mean i mean don't you think that's really hard it is so i want to congratulate josh turner on his cover of plastic jesus being the second most requested song of the year in the dr demento funny 25 a lot of effort put into that yay yep <laughs> so you know i'm gonna i'm thinking of starting uh yeah, my own like like Lukeski bitter posting, you know, page on Facebook. <laughs> so every time I have these thoughts that are like bitter and crappy and jealous and, and basically me being an asshole, I can just go post them there to a private group and just get all this venomy crap out of me. <laughs> Make it a live journal. <laughs> a live yeah, journal. post it on live journal. Oh, Nobody will see live it. Live journal, I love it. <laughs> that way no one will see it. No yeah. one will see it. Because you know, because people can, people posting diatribes on Live Journal really does great things for their social status. Um, if you anyway. go look, you can still find my old Live Journal. I'm not saying you should do it. Mine is still there. But too. I did it. Yeah, mine's still there I'm, too. Like, shit, I never that's took it still down out or there. Anything. Fuck. So yeah, I you know it's like I I I do my best to like concentrate on the positives of like looking like hey yeah i i know it doesn't seem that way but it's like <laughs> i mean you know randy rainbow got a track on there you know there, there's been other cool stuff that happened this year you know that that wasn't at the fump in, in comedy music so i'm yeah, glad well. some stuff made it on to the 2025 but but yeah it, it is very much just like listening to the 20th anniversary collection two cd set you know etc so uh, I, for one, am not bitter at all about <laughs> people only wanting to hear the same old frickin Dr. Demento songs and not wanting to, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't get mad. I'd never post on the Dr. Demento page and in a bad way and do things that I shouldn't. Have you been banned from the group? No, never. <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't. <laughs> I'm sure Ian might have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I've never had conversations with Ian about like, hey, maybe you should not be a dickhead to like old people. <laughs> yeah, calling out the uh, the the moderators that always ends well. All right, moving on. Good. Because the, the ultimate irony is that starting the Doctor Demento official Facebook group was my idea. <laughs> I really did not think they were going to go there. Basically, wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Enjoy it though. Okay, there is a new short film out directed by Katie Goodman. It's called The Karens. It's about a support group for women who are actually named Karen, and it's very <laughs> funny. Uh, you can find it on Vimeo. Just do a search for The Karens, and it should come right up. It's only about ten minutes long. It's an easy watch. It's very funny. So check that out if you get a moment. And that is all the news I got. Luke, do you have any MarsCon news you need to talk about before we move on? Yes. Um, I just now have to adjust my numbers because you bought a copy of the thing. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I decided to do some adjustments to the uh, the numbers on the um, on the uh, uh, the 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 goal amounts of the fundraiser just because. I wanted to bring the initial goal amount down. So what I did was take myself out of the equation so that, uh, you know, it's like basically if, as long as we hit the goal amount and everybody else's rooms is covered, I'll, I'll pay for my own room, like fine, whatever. 
So the initial goal was now brought down to an even $1,200, uh, which <laughs> makes the first stretch goal an additional $666. And the second stretch goal is an additional 170 But I'm not honestly, I'm honestly not going to worry about either of those because I'm just crossing my fingers that we'll even hit the 1200 by the time, you know, uh, the convention gets here in March. So uh, as of right now, we are up to $341 raised uh, as of today, January 5th. Uh, and that is 28% of the way to our goal. So that's pretty good for our first uh, week or so of, of having been launched. So thank you everyone who has purchased it and you can all purchase it by going to marsconcomedy.com, click on the shop page and you can get the, uh, the collection, which is just under four hours of uh, tracks for uh, live excerpts from uh, the concerts of MarsCon 2022. Uh, I'm on it. The music guest of honor from last year, TV's Kyle is on it. Whole bunch of tracks, and uh, and and also you can get past year's fundraisers uh, by clicking on the past fundraisers page. You can see what the track listings is for all of those. Each of those uh, collections is also thirty dollars each. Or if you want to pay two hundred dollars, you can get all of them at one low low price because that's about you know sixty three hours of content for two hundred bucks. So all of that is stuff you can do. Please go to marsconcomedy.com and click on the shop page for this year's collection, or click on the past fundraisers past year's fundraisers page for all of that so thank you devo for ordering <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome all right uh tour dates on sundays in nashville tennessee steve goody hosting at the bluebird on thursdays online steve goody and brad tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com on the 6th in hollywood california tv's kyle with Lindzilla, ill nage the great luke ski and bonnie gordon do you want to say anything about those. that show that's yes. tomorrow uh, yeah, that's tomorrow, and it turns out neither El Nage or Bonnie Gordon will be at that show. So you're Aww. stuck with us. Yeah. Us, uh, us and, and, and the, the lizard woman. <laughs> However, if you go, you'll see Luke and I uh, premiere a brand new song that we do together. Yes. Ooh. There you go, and folks. you'll get to see me perform the song I posted at the Fump this week for the very first time live. <laughs> And, all right. On the 7th in Nashville, Tennessee, Regdar and the Fighters. On the 13th, online, Carla Albrecht. And the 13th through the 15th in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Mikey Mason. I believe that's the other MarsCon. Um, all right. Birthdays. Coming up tomorrow on the 6th, Adam English of Ookla the Mock. Happy birthday, Adam. Woo, Adam. All right. Song number two, Luke. Give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen. Um, <laughs> um, man, I don't know how to do a quick intro for this. Uh, <laughs> just basically, it's 2023, and uh, uh, music needs to be written differently now. So that's this is my attempt at that. Luke's scared of everything. Here's the song. <laughs> Here is progressive love song by the great Luke Ski. Excuse me, ma'am, turns out I am so moved by you for real. With your consent, I'd like to present the way that you make me feel. Oh, yeah. Your intelligence is enchanting, your creativity's so funky. Your razor-sharp wit just cuts me up like a chainsaw-wheeling monkey. But if I want to woo you through and through and keep this spell unbroken, I can only use acceptable compliments and leave some things unspoken. If I want to survive in 
I best keep that to myself because this is my progressive love song, darling. My also progressive love song. Always return your shopping cart. An approved expressive love song, honey. This is my progressive love song. You have a great time, managers. Your talents are tremendous. And your charisma is exquisite. I'm sorry, this is bugging me too much. I just have to ask, why is it when I say you're smart, kind, fun, creative, compassionate, and more? But then I add, you're also astonishingly gorgeous. That negates everything before. Why are they mutually exclusive? I'm no objectifying tramp. Just because I think you look totally lit, I don't think of you as a sexy lamb. What can I say? You're brilliant and beautiful, if both those things are true. Now I can try to continue my argument, or I can try to get next to you, and I pick number two. This is my progressive love song, sweetie. My oh-so-progressive love song. That's not what I meant at all. I was just. Oh, I was just. Luke, are you letting your paranoia write songs again? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that ending is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, credit where credit is due. That ending where Kyle comes in and asks that was Kyle's idea. <laughs> <clears throat> I had a feeling. <laughs> while, while Luke was finishing writing the uh, 
the like little comments that he makes throughout the song. Yeah, because I got to a I got to a certain point where it's like, okay, I have all the main vocals done, and I knew I wanted to have these interjections of other compliments in there, but you know, because I was trying to get the song posted by, you know, midnight uh, Pacific time, <laughs> I'm like, okay, Kyle, here's the first of the tracks. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write some other things. So that's when I came up with all those little interjection things and then kyle came up with that idea so. and i love those other compliments you came up with like you always return your shopping cart um you sort your recyclables i mean those are great <laughs> so the, the 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 general origin story of this song is that back in late 2018 i had an idea for a song good lord is it that far back yes that was when i first contacted you to say here's the idea for the song in early 2019, about February, so I was probably trying to get this done in time for MarsCon at that moment, uh, Kyle made a backing track for me. And obviously I didn't get, get it done in time for MarsCon, probably just because I was busy doing all the things at that time. But I, I was, you know, I did consider trying to get it done for FumpFest, didn't get it done for that either. But during all that time, I was fully intending to do this song. And to me, you know, from, from the point of view of me and who I am and the meat chassis I'm fused into. Um, I didn't think it was that, you know, outrageous of a song premise. Like how many songs in the comedy music world are about like, you know, like you didn't actually mention what the original song idea was. Yeah. Well, but in, in, in a generality, it was just about like, I am a, you know, male dude and I'm attracted to a female person or whatever. And the song is about, you know, me being attracted to you and being into you, et cetera. I mean, like, remember because of that VH1 pilot, everyone did songs about uh, about um, Jennifer Lopez for a while. Yes. Yeah. Back in the day. And then, you know, and then there's the songs like uh, Da Vinci's Notebook uh, did the song Heather Graham. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, so yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of been, it's it's almost like its own little niche, niche subgenre of, oh, the, like, Dr. D could do a whole episode of where the topic is, dudes singing songs about you know these women that they're into whether they're celebrities or fictional characters or you know or songs like debbie by throwing toasters which obviously debbie you know debbie is satire obviously with... but yeah 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 but anyway the i didn't think my song was that outrageous of a concept because i was going to talk about like you know every aspect of why i find the the person attractive not just the way they look but when sharing this idea around with people, I started getting feedback that perhaps I shouldn't do this type of song in, you know, the, the, the world of, you know, even back then in 2019. And one of the particular uh, pieces of feedback I got uh, from someone, uh, they basically said that the song didn't seem progressive. And that really stuck in my head, like, for the past few years, just that the notion of, are we... Why, I mean, not that I'm going to go all, you know, MAGA red hat wearing, you know, asshole, but <laughs> do we really need to be super concerned about whether or not our comedy songs are quote unquote progressive? I mean, they're yeah. comedy songs. They're, you know, how progressive are the average Zucker Brothers or Mel Brooks movies? I mean, we, like, know, we know they're not real. They're not, <laughs> like, they're you know, not walking they're, the line. What's the point? Yeah, like I, I knew what your original concept of it was, and I didn't think it was—I didn't think it was too bad. Like we haven't thoroughly gotten into it, but I thought that's eh, fine. But you kept asking permission for it, and like, basically, the advice I gave you was like, if you have to ask this much permission for it, maybe don't do it. Um, and so 
this track, like this backing track, which has been finished for years, just kind of became this cursed track. Like I tried to do something else with it. Like uh, there was a song I tried to write for Lindzilla's sister's wedding that after I finished writing the lyrics, Lindsay decided it wasn't in good taste. And I'm like, all right, then I won't do it. Uh, and so I basically, like Luke was looking for a new song to have ready for Mars on. And I was to like, finish my album. Yeah. And I was like, look, we have, you have this track still. You tried to use it. I tried to use it. Maybe give it one more chance. So, so as I've been driving around, you know, even though my mind kept circling back to that original idea I had, I, I kept thinking about that comment of like, oh, it's, it's not progressive. It's not progressive. And just how that bugged me. Like, I mean, not just comedy songs, but like the whole notion of how many songs in the history of pop music of rock and roll are about a dude singing to it. Like, Oh baby, darling, I want you. So but like, that's been like oh. decades upon decades upon decades of songs. Like that's the theme. And how concerned were they in making those songs about it being progressive? And did people consider those songs, you know, so bad? I don't think they did. It just, I don't know. Both so the Beatles, she was 17. <laughs> I know yes, not every song has aged well, but. <laughs> yeah, so, so, but it just kind of kept gnawing away at me. It's like, you know, why does this song, you know, why do I have to be concerned with my comedy song, especially a, a, that's meant to be, uh, an RB slow jam love song. Why do I have to concern about being a progressive? And then there's one I just messaged Kyle saying like, well, I could do this or I could do a song about how hard it is to write a song, a love song that's progressive. And then Kyle was like, yes, that's the idea to go with. Go run with that. <laughs> so, I understand. Yeah, I like final, totally. I, I think the final product is way funnier than the original <laughs> one you were going to write. Can I like uh, interject with something that relates Yes, sure. I was working on, I think it was Dead Sexy. There's a line that, uh, like, I say chicks, right? Mm -hmm. There's some line, that, like, uh, some chicks like dad bods too. And I was like, should I say chicks? That's probably not a, like, I, that's probably not PC or, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> PC principle. about that song, PC? Well, no, but, like, <laughs> still, when you're, when you're a lyricist, you think about things like that, right, Lukeski? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then my wife was talking, and she used the word chicks. So I was like, fuck it. I'm saying fucking chicks. <laughs> chicks improve of chicks. Exactly. Well, it, it also I'm depends on, on your core. The, 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 you you got to not overthink things, Saint. That's Yeah, the, it, it depends. The, the, you know, context and intention over. are important. You know, it's, it's like that, that quote from UHF. Like, how many, how many times have I told these guys don't call chicks broads? you know <laughs> oh my god I, I love saying that line you like i feel like it pops in my head and i want to say it out loud and i'm like no i shouldn't say that <laughs> i love that line lots of chicks Never say another word that's like that that i'm assuming men invented this word and and women have now co-opted it and like they're allowed to say it but we're not is friend zone <laughs> friend zone yeah because if if guys try to use that word you'll get you know, told that you're being, you know, uh, an entitled asshole, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you are. yeah, yeah, because you are. But 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 girls get away with saying that, you know, whenever they want to. So, it's yeah, word. we're taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to quote clerks, too, they're taking it back. Taking back. I think about that. scene too. Um, so anyway, so another thing about this whole idea behind this song is 
I did. It, it, I'm trying to point out that it's that I think it's. I mean, it's frustrating and it's hard to try to remain progressive when the point of what you're trying to do is tell someone how amazing they are. But you know, it, it's like you want to you want to include the other stuff too, but. It, it, you know the the popular thing out there seems to be like well you can say all these you know this you can say this category of compliments about a woman but if you once dare say you know you know you look good like that negates everything else that means everything else you just said no longer applies and you're just an objectifying jerk you know and it well, just i mean Luke, i think the reality of it is if you do include those other things that kind of like makes it a lot easier to give the other compliment like basically you want to give a compliment on choices that the person has made unless you know them well enough to know that another kind of compliment is going to land that's what i was just about to say is that like it it depends on the on your relationship with the person if you're on a first date and you show up and you say hey nice rack that's not going to fly but (laughs) unless it's a girl who likes that yeah but I mean, if, and if you know, but but I'm like, if you've been together with a particular yeah, on, person on the right for website, then 15 yeah. years, and you know, and you know, she likes it when you say "nice rack," by all means, you know, it's yeah. Again, context. <laughs> so and so so on top of like the general idea behind all this, I just kind of feel like the past seven or eight years we've gone through this you know, social revolution, which is awesome and is, you know, doing all the right things for all the correct oppressed people and and helping get past some crap. But occasionally, sometime in the leftosphere, there's some things that are kind of messed up or, you know, contradictory, perhaps even hypocritical. And like, if you try to point it out, especially if you're a, you know, person who is like me, you know, you'll you go you'll get targeted and as being like the biggest jerk ever and you know someone who should be shunned etc and you know i just kind of feel like like are we ever going to talk about any of these issues and 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 address them so one of the things i wanted to use in, as, as an example is our awesome friend great Delisle, who is the voice of vampire warrior from mighty magiswords uh amongst every other show on from your childhood is in there seriously pick a show she's on it she's on it she's on all the shows <laughs> so she did this tweet once and I, I looked it up the other day just so i could make sure i was quoting it exactly so so here here is the tweet well great job eh, there so uh she, she this was from october of 2021 she parentheses person i'm not attracted to goes in for a kiss and then me Consent, 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 in all caps with exclamation points. The next part, parentheses, person I'm attracted to asks for a kiss. She says, me, uh, don't ruin the moment, just do it. (laughs) So that's her tweet, and she did that, and I'm like, perfect, yes, exactly, Gray, thank you. That's the kind of thing that needs to be addressed and talked about in today's world, because, you know. We live in a society. Yes, we <laughs> We live in a society, Grub. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard that. Or anarchy. <laughs> no, so anyway, she posted that. A whole a whole bunch of people respond to her tweet. Like a bunch of women are really upset that she said that. They're like, oh, you can't say that, you can't blah, blah, blah. So then her next follow-up says to everyone I've pissed off. 
and then in all caps, I know this is messed up. <laughs> it's so she's not apologizing. That's she's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the joke. So you know, it's like, it's like, can we just? Can we talk about these things? Can we can we have a discussion? Is it okay that can we as adults talk about these things that are weird and contradictory and complicated without the people bringing them up, you know, getting you know, getting crucified for wanting to even discuss the fact that maybe things you know, need to have a bit more reasonableness to them. Well, look, there's two things that I will tell you that apply to actually quite a few things. One, uh, the internet should not be mistaken as a cross-section for society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, don't go in for arguments where you don't think you're going to change the other person's mind. That's very true. So, uh, I mean, and another I thing, uh, a very wise oh, woman... Uh, a third thing. Mm-hmm. Settle down, Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> Quick aside, Devo, have you watched the new idea. season of Beavis and Butthead? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, what? yeah. <laughs> the, the episode where they're watching the video and beavis just goes crazy and starts beating the crap out of the he destroys the tv yeah because the the guy was complaining the woman wanted sex too much and he just couldn't <laughs> couldn't process that, was, that oh god that was so peak yeah um, that was fantastic so yeah so basically it's like there's a lot of these type of things in the leftosphere that i would like to try to tackle in either comedy songs or stand-up comedy pieces or even in like sketches like Cirque du Soleil style or whatever. But again, I'm, I live in fear because I have, I, I, I made a list once uh, at least nine times in my life. People have gone after me online to try to basically post a big diatribe about how I'm a, a piece of crap and nobody should want to have anything to do with me or my comedy music or do any business with me anymore. Dude, I write songs about, <laughs> like apples and i still get that yeah so so i don't know it's like i i'm i and i do believe comedy should evolve there we should figure out a way to you know make songs uh that or make comedy pieces that can can talk about these issues you know and and have it you know unite us but it still feels like there's certain people who are always going to fly off the handle when you even mention anything at all. So, right. That, yeah. that the idea is to ignore those people. Yeah. yeah there are certain people you will never be able to please no matter what you do. Or to try to anger them as much as possible. <laughs> Frankly, yeah. if you're pleasing everyone, you're doing something wrong. I mean, I remember for, for Cirque du Soleil, what Devo, we did a sketch, <laughs> the sketch that I wrote called anti-bullying campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning of the sketch has a, a kid who's playing with Pokemon cards and he gets bullied. Uh, originally, the way we wrote that sketch was it was a gay kid and the bully was saying very slur-like things at the gay kid mm-hmm. because that's what a bully would do. Yeah. And then when we were in there recording, we said, you know what? We better record an alternate opening for that because we want to make sure that we're pissing off the correct people with this sketch because <laughs> the overall theme of the sketch was bullies deserve to be killed because they're assholes who deserve to be killed and not because we're using like it's the whole Stephen Colbert cautionary example thing like he play he pretends to be a pundit on the right side and says horrendous crap but everyone knows that he's doing it as a fake thing so well everyone except for the republicans who endorsed him as one of them so we just wanted to make sure that you know nobody thought that because we used you know slur like stuff at the beginning of the sketch that we were 
in any way belittling gay people. Like the whole point of the sketch is to be on their side, you yeah. know. So I think hey, kind of remember the anal rape sketch? <laughs> Carrie wrote that. Carrie wrote that. Yes, yeah. Carrie wrote that. <laughs> Have you ever heard the Norm Macdonald, Will Ferrell anal rape sketch? That's pretty priceless, too. I don't I think I have. Norm Macdonald album, the only one he ever put out with uh, sketches. I like the, uh, the Tex Hooper sketch, work. which is just legendary. Ridiculous. I like the Tex Hooper sketch. Not so much the anal sex. Yeah, Ke- <laughs> Kerry wrote this sketch, and we recorded it. I think it's on one of the bonus bonus albums. But yeah, it kind of it was like the whole time we record, I'm like I'm like I'm I'm cringing. I'm like we can't put this out. <laughs> I mean the the premise of the sketch was like it's some big business board meeting type room, and like you know somehow anal rape has been brought into like the structure of the company as some means of. It's like the next big product. It was like their next big yeah. thing they were going to ship. Yeah, or some or something <laughs> like that. So. It, to, to be fair, she did write um, the staying fat sketch with me, which was which was just gold. You yeah. know, that that was the birthplace of. <laughs> which we could barely get through. Recording. Yes, that that destroyed us. The outtake for that is is on one of the albums. I that... so want to do animatics to those outtakes. <laughs> so great. Um, and one more. It's one more thing I wanted to say about. Uh, about the song in general is me putting the clip at the end of um from from spider-man no way home of um peter parker saying to mj you look really pretty and then she goes for i have value and he goes no no that why it wasn't meant it's like to me that is like the thesis statement for this song it's, <laughs> it's like you can't you can't say anything or else you're you know history's greatest monster and some people, you know, if, if I've ever brought that up, have said like, well, yeah, but then she immediately says that she was just kidding. And I'm like, that makes it worse <laughs> in like two different ways. It's like one, who who is the person saying this to her? Not like Tony Stark. Like if, if Tony Stark made some made some comment to Pepper Potts, like and said <clears throat> like, you know, oh, you look really pretty. And Pepper Potts said, and therefore I have value. Like Tony Stark would deserve that because he's Tony Stark, a big womanizer. It's like the guy saying it is Peter Parker. Like he, ne- we never saw him try to pick up Thor's hammer, but I bet he coulda because he's like the kindest, sweetest, most pure heart in the whole friggin' MCU, and he's just trying to be nice. And it's like, so there were. It's like, oh, it's and 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 that that like whatever it is, like two seconds that he's trying to apologize, like in his mind, because I've been there. It's like like an, an infinite eternity of oh my god everything's horrible i've made a huge mistake ah like panic attack you know so it's just it's just like such a jerky thing to do even if it's just a joke and number two she actually likes him <laughs> she, she, just take the compliment mj oh so so this has been me getting upset over fictional characters if she didn't screw it, them she wouldn't be into yeah <laughs> So so yeah so I just felt like I had I wanted to stick that in the song somewhere just to kind of help drive my point home about the whole thing of me trying to explore the notion of you know like you know here we all we were all raised by all this content primarily written and produced and performed by boomers where like 
you know, like, hey, let's go watch Revenge of the Nerds. There's some progressive. Oh, God. You know, it's like that movie was like even as as a kid watching that movie, I was like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> or like or even things like Married with Children. Like my mom didn't want me watching Married with Children when I was growing up and because she thought it was going to like, you know, be a bad influence on me. And I just kind of wanted to say to her, like, hey, mom, remember me like super genius, you know, special friggin you know skipping grades you know genius boy here yeah i know these are cautionary example characters <laughs> i'm laughing because i know what they're doing is bad it's like i am not the point of me watching the show is not to emulate al bundy it's to laugh and say haha look they started a, a sh they started the, this was probably the birth of the men's rights activist movement <laughs> on married with children. They started an organization called no ma'am. No ma yep. The <laughs> national organization of men against Amazonian mastery. And their shirts were the white t-shirts with the circle on the line through the female symbol. Like, and it was such a farcical, ridiculous thing. Like, yes, <laughs> it's supposed to be pathetic fellas. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's like, mom, I get that. This is not the way to act. So, Oh, Hold on. You mean I've spent my whole life trying to be Grandmaster B? <laughs> and it was not a role model? So, yeah. So, basically, it's like I'd like to think I was above it all, but I'm sure on some levels I was influenced by all of this pop culture. So, I'm trying to move past it and evolve and be a decent guy and, you know, hopefully find another person who would potentially date a person like me and, and, and do all the right things and, and be a good supportive type person. And I'm just, I'm just struggling and it would be nice to know that I won't get, you know, uh, you know, thrown into a volcano for making a, a mistake. So, so that's what this song is all about. The same thing. So I understand. <laughs> So I just wanted to say I absolutely adore the bridge of this song where you say, girl, I know it's problematic. When you call you girl, I could say baby. I could say woman. That sounds like I'm giving you a command. I could say female, but that makes it sound like a space alien or even worse, an insult. That was fantastic. <laughs> but I have to ask you, why did you say space alien instead of Ferengi? Ferengi. Dude, Ferengi. that was literally like in my head. Like I was going to say Ferengi and I'm like... Oh, it's 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 the word I want, but just from the point of view of if I get you know if I'm playing this on like Doctor D and they aren't you know and they aren't down with you know it being the 30th anniversary of Deep Space Nine and everything right now, they aren't gonna know what I mean by Ferengi. Like if if it were Klingon or you know some other Star Trek thing that's much more common knowledge, you know, I just don't think everybody in the world knows what a Ferengi is and would get the the connection between. Ferengi and calling someone a female and I and but then I was thinking back to like um like other sci-fi stuff or even like uh you know like the coneheads you know it's like you know you are the female you know or whatever yeah. it's like yeah so just, you're saying you didn't don't make know that choice to make it for a broader audience I don't mean broad like that <laughs> I don't mean broad like that <laughs> but I, I I think more people might know I think more people might know Ferengis than you're, you're giving them credit for because on there's um, a subreddit called 2X Chromosomes, which is like a women's issues type subreddit. And they were talking about men who call women females. And some woman on there posted like, I got every time somebody says females, like all I can think of is the Ferengi saying it. 
And I just replied to her saying, filthy humans always putting clothing on their females. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And something that happened this past year, once again. Here? One, two, three, four, five. Five, yes. One out of five people don't know what a Ferengi is. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You'll have to show them later. So, <laughs> do, you, do you remember any uh, uh, of the aliens from Pete Space Nine who are kind of brownish colored and or brownish orangish colored and they have like these huge ears like young you know and they're always trying to sell stuff they're all about money so (laughs) those are the frangy anyway so uh what was the thing i was just gonna say oh frangy (laughs) speaking of feminism and frangy (laughs) and great lyle um (laughs) uh this whole in this past in this season one of um uh, of uh, star trek prodigy Because it's been a few years since we've seen what's been going on in the Prime Universe. And the last time we left the Ferengi, uh, Rom had become the Nagus. And uh, basically, uh, laws had been changed in the Ferengi culture that women were allowed to wear clothes and to start doing business and, you know, all this stuff. So we cut to a handful of years later, and now we meet a character named uh, Damon Nandi, who's voiced by Great Lyle. And she has her own ship, and she's flying around, like, doing stuff. And I was just kind of like... For the first time in 23 years, we get to see how Ferengi culture has advanced, and we have a woman here flying around her own ship and doing business. It's like, yeah, Ferengi! They're being progressive! Woo! <laughs> now women can rip off people just as much as men can! Yes. <laughs> I wonder if the women have their own lot. rules I mean, of acquisition. Or... <laughs> <sighs> So yeah, so I'm just, I have, I have at least one more song I'm going to do for the album Needlessly Meta, uh, which I will, uh, I will be debuting that song at, um, at my concert at MarsCon. And, uh, and if all goes the way it should, uh, I'll be releasing my uh, 12th album, which is my first album in over eight years uh, called Needlessly Meta. And uh, yeah, it'll have all of the tracks that I've posted at the FUMP uh that aren't cover songs um and um you know since uh since the last album came out in 2014 so so all of the people dying for another piece of physical media for me will finally be able to get one yay <laughs> yes sean do you have a question my name's chris nope yep, you got a mixed up <laughs> oh wait oh on my screen like no, in the corner just... where it says Sean Shaheen, it's like Sean is right under Chris. So that's why I... <laughs> it's, it's Zemo's like, fault. If we, yeah, if we put it... No, it's yeah, Zoom's it's fault. I had nothing to do with that. that. I'm one of the people that want are like dying for the new Loopski stuff. Say that again? I'm one of the people who are dying for the new Loopski album. Bring on new Loopski. Yes. Well, it will be available... Uh, at MarsCon, and then I'll make it online, you know, available at Bandcamp and all the other places as, as quickly as I possibly can. Um, yeah. Luke, in closing, I want to say that I think this is a lovely song, and on the attractive Cree scale, I think it's a birch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you get that, Debo? I did. I didn't uh, hear the sound. I it down. Oh, God damn it. Uh, no, I didn't. Let's do the thing. Yeah. Hey! Yeah, see, I completely forgot that that's what the title was. So. <laughs> well done, Kyle. It seems to happen every time I actually try to do one of these. <laughs> We're late in the show, and it's just, you know. All right. Uh, anything else, or are you done? 
Uh, I'm done. Okay. Um, yeah, just I've you know, MarsCon. Uh, uh, go to MarsConComedy.com for all the info on that. Uh, I'll be there. TV's Cobb will be there. Uh, Devo Spice will be at a swim meet. <laughs> Probably. And um, and our and our music guest of honor is Bonnie Gordon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, and so you can get all the information there at MarsConComedy.com as well as the aforementioned fundraiser album. Uh, uh, so please help us out and get that. All right. Let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Alvarant. 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 Alvarant wrote, Happy New Year to all the thumpers out there. Let's hope this year we can find a new normal that we can live with. Very much agree, Alvarant. And that's all the feedback we got. So. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Bob Lazar Atwood. And Tuesday's song is by the Belle Isle Rats. Woohoo! All right, now I need a topic for our Spotify playlist of the week. Dead by 28, any suggestions? Fump artists. Fump artists? I can do that. It'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Any things you want to plug? Yeah. Not music related Evil. or anything? Have you seen the Evil Dead Rise trailer? Yes. 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 It's amazing. <laughs> I thought of you when I saw it. I figured you'd appreciate it as well. Yeah. You know what's stupid? I haven't seen the 2013 Evil Dead yet. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I've I haven't heard... seen that either. Yeah. I, it's just like when it first came out, I was like, oh, I don't want them to remake Evil Dead. And I just didn't go see it. Um, and then, like, years later, I heard people online talking about it, how it was really good. And I was like, oh, maybe I should have seen it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to... I need to... Ash vs. Evil Dead, I think they were more open to the idea of, okay, we know what Ash is doing now. Let's see what the, the remake was about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead was fantastic, too. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm, I need to watch that before before Evil Dead Rise comes out. Um, and I'm really excited to go see Megan. I'm probably going to go see this weekend because that looks freaking great. Sorry that. <laughs> so, all right. Um, uh, <clears throat> do you have something? Can I plug some stuff? Yes, go plug. So I want to throw another plug towards uh, the, the the podcast Escape from Vault Disney. Um <laughs> Uh, I know I mentioned this last week, at least I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, the uh, most recent episode is uh, for the Arendelle Castle Yule Log, and I don't want to give away what happens in it, but it is glorious. I've listened to it three times. Uh, the, the, the last time I, I was, my, during my third time, I just started laughing so hard I had to call and, or, or I had to like leave Tony a voice message over Skype just of me convulsing laughing at how funny 
you know, things in that episode that he that, that he said and that happened were just making me laugh so hard. So if any of you remember back to the old school days of Dementia Radio when uh, Tony did a show called The Looney Bin, uh, this is the most Looney Bin-like thing that's happened since The Looney Bin. Uh, uh, and I'm in it, and Tony's in it, and other people are in it. And so please go check out Escape from Vault Disney for the episode Arendelle Castle, You Log. And just this week, he posted a bonus thing of some outtakes from that episode so it's another 13 minutes of wackiness so go to escape from vault disney.libsyn.com that's l-i-b-s-y-n escape from vault disney.libsyn.com arendelle castle Eulog. um and then yeah me and kyle uh and Lindsay will be at the uh hollywood nerd night show at the ren theater tomorrow night that will be friday night at 10 p.m um yeah so if you can get ten dollar tickets for ten dollars in advance if you buy them online through eventbrite or there'll be twenty dollars at the door i've already plugged MarsCon things um what was the other thing oh kyle asked me uh he had to go do a thing because he's about to come back and we're going to record the tunes podcast for this weekend but he wanted me to plug uh the animatic for uh ground keith and miss citrus which is uh a uh, kind of a, a pilot episode for a cartoon he's been pitching around. Uh, Nickelodeon was very interested in it for a while, and then they uh, ended up going with uh, uh, some other person's pilot. But nonetheless, it was still uh, it's it's awesome. It's hilarious. Please go check it out. Basically, go to YouTube uh, and <laughs> do a search for Ground Keith. That's K E I T H. Ground Keith and Miss Citrus uh, in Dork Fried Rice. Uh, and that would be at uh, the um, the YouTube page of whoops, what the hell? What happened there? The YouTube page of Kyle A. Carroza. So go check that out. Um, anything else I wanted to plug? I think that was it. So yeah. And then of course, me, the Great Luke Ski. Go to thegreatlukeski.com to find out. Uh, things about me and links and stuff like that. And then my music is all at lukeski.bandcamp.com. And I'm on all the social medias. Uh, Pretty much all of them have the handle at the great Luke Ski. So there you go. All righty. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. Look, and there's Dead by 28. Dead by 28. Evil Dead by 20. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Gotta sign up for the email.